supplies last. Now, the biggest stories on the South Coast from the WBSM Newsroom. This is WBSM News. The agreement on a $3 billion state spending bill will not include language to allow a pro soccer stadium to be built in Everett. Lawmakers say there are many unanswered questions to address before advancing this issue. Environmental groups have expressed concerns and the city of Boston was unhappy about not being included in the discussions. TD Garden officials also reportedly were not happy over the possibility of a similar sized entertainment venue so close to theirs. State Senator Susan Moran has announced she will not run for re-election in 2024. The Democrat, who represents the Falmouth area, has decided to run for clerk of the Barnstable County Superior Court. Moran was elected to the Senate in 2020 and has experience at the federal and state levels. Representative Dylan Fernandez has announced he will run to replace Moran. And two Republican lawmakers, Representative Stephen Sharos and Matt Murtori, are reportedly considering potential candidacies, although Sharos does not live in the district. The plan to renovate a home in Edgartown has go- gone again before the those entrusted with the historic preservation. The house on South Water Street was once the home of former Governor Thomas Mayhew, and the developers received pushback on plans to add a swimming pool. The Conservation Commission can receive the new plan, which gave up on the pool and instead offered plans to add an exercise spa. Golden Eye LLC is the applicant and is connected to the real estate mogul David Malm. The state's highest court is ordering a new trial for the man convicted of a Boston murder in 2016. The Supreme Judicial Court has thrown out the conviction of William O. Shakespeare for the killing of Marcus Hall. The victim was shot five times behind a barbershop in Mattapan as his son was inside getting his hair cut. The high court finds that the grand jury testimony should have been read to the jury from another man the defense says was the actual shooter and died before the trial. And Provincetown police officers are now wearing body cameras. Town officials says it adds transparency and brings the department into compliance with the 2020 Massachusetts police reform law. Other departments on the Cape already using body cameras include Mashpee, Wellfleet, and Yarmouth. And in sports, the Boston Bruins will be in Toronto tonight for a game against the Maple Leafs. Puck drops at 7 p.m. And your New England Patriots will face off against the Los Angeles Chargers tomorrow at 1 p.m. Weather forecast right now, it is 50 degrees in New Bedford, cloudy right now, and it's going to remain that way throughout most of the day. Temperatures reaching 57 degrees, mild temperatures. Tonight's forecast, 45 degrees with some rain towards the dawn, and tomorrow, rain and cooler temperatures reaching 49 degrees. I'm Adam Bass, WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's news talk station, WBSM, and get breaking news alerts and podcasts with the WBSM app. Back to Brian's Beat. Join the show by calling 508-996-0500. New Bedford's News Talk Station. 1420 WBSM. Hour two of Brian's Beat. I'm Brian.
That's what they named me. I, otherwise, I, I don't know what to tell you. Actually, I do. I was mentioning during our one, if you happen to come across a nice Christmas display lights, take a shot, take a picture. We actually have, whether it's the website, WBSM.com, or the WBSM app, we have what's called Light Up South Coast. Light Up South Coast. It's actually sponsored by Mac Electric. And you can send that photo or photos, and we'll have a nice gallery display, and folks can admire from afar or, or from near. Because, you know, Greatest thing about the app, and if you listen at WBSM.com, is that you can be anywhere in the world and know what's going on at home. All right, let's get into our number two phone number, 508-996-0500. We did bring up, and a couple of others chimed in on it, the fact that the city council has voted to lower the residential property tax rate so the uh, bill might go down about 130 bucks but the bill is going to go up if you own commercial industrial property in the city of New Bedford well beacon hill lawmakers it, it, they're in what's known as informal session right now and yet they are trying they, they they are trying to screw us over they're trying to come up with a supplemental spending bill oh 2.8 billion dollars that's supplemental in this day and age 2.8 billion the republicans Within the House of Representatives, they are balking at this. They're saying absolutely not, or at least not under the current conditions. Like about 250 mil for um, the sheltering deal going on with folks coming in from outside of the Commonwealth. And I, no, I don't know how long the Republicans can hold out. They can certainly hold out till the end of the year. Is that going to relieve any of the stress on the shelter system? No. Is there a possibility that that puts people out in the streets? Yes. Now, here's more than a possibility. Here's your probability. The Republicans can just say no right now. But today's date is December 2nd. Once we get to, let's say, January 2nd, January 3rd, the new session starts. And the Democrats will only need a majority vote in order to pass this right now, the all of the Republicans would have to vote in favor of the, the bill as written. 
And here's here's the biggest, not necessarily laugh out of all of this. The Bacon Hill lawmakers, they don't give a rat's butt. You know why? They can go up to Boston and you guys can, I say you guys, those guys can sit around the table, hobnob, have a little lunch, go to wherever they want to, smoke a cigarette, then get in their car or have a chauffeur drive them back home. Or, who knows, maybe the transportation leader, Mr. Strauss, maybe he takes the commuter rail to Middleborough and then drives from there. Maybe he does, maybe he doesn't. I say this because they're going to their nice, comfy home, whether they use wood or electric or oil or gas to heat that house. They're going to be snug when they get home. Now, this isn't me pushing for this to be passed. In fact, I'm not pushing for it to be passed. If if you've heard me, if you have listened to what I've stated I say that the, the shelter law, as written, needs to be taken off the books. And it's going to take the you's and me's uh, to put up some type of referendum because the Beacon Hill lawmakers, they're not going to wipe that law out. They've already stated as such. So I'm not for it, but the, the limbo, all this is doing right now is putting pressure on those Republicans. Either vote for it now or you vote for it later. I think that in 2024, this issue is going to be very contentious. And we'll talk about it right here in this show. And on, of course, WBSM. But... I hope and, uh, you know, I'm not going to get down on my knees and pray. That's not me. But I do hope and hope is not a strategy. That the Republicans hold out. They hold out. And at least force the issue into 2024. Right now. And, and, you know, if, if, if I'm, you know, and I'm not, if I'm one of the, the Democrats who might be in a contested area, I'm worried because my leadership wants me to vote for this bill. And if I vote for this bill, what is that going to do for me during election season, which is right around the corner? I don't care what happens to that lawmaker. Probably been in more than 10 years anyway. All right, so that's out there. Here's another issue that Beacon Hill lawmakers are probably really happy, happy to talk about. And I got this from Tom Joyce over at New Boston Post. The headline reads, Massachusetts bill would allow women to go topless in public. Really, even if it passes, how many women do you think are going to bare their breast 
going up and down Elm Street or, well, that, that's over by the bus, or, or Union Street downtown. Can you imagine? And again, I'm, I'm not against it. I'm, I think I'm, I'm trying to be logical at this particular time. I don't see women jumping up and down saying this is something we need passed right now. The bill is HD 4316. And basically what it's trying to say is, well, if if a man can walk around topless, then why can't a woman? And I think that makes perfectly good sense. But I don't know too many women that want to walk around topless. If you do, let me know. Now, only on Nantucket can you can you walk around topless. And that's got to be at a beach. Okay, they're, they're not walking down A Street without uh, being covered up. You know, the, the the bill and, you know, got to hand it to the, the fools that actually wrote this up. Um, whereas gender discrimination is wrong and whereas gender itself is increasingly fluid and non-binary. Is it really? And whereas, according to legal experts like Judge Katanji Brown Jackson, a woman cannot even be defined. Really? Can't define a woman? And whereas the female body should not be stigmatized or fetishized. I've never even heard the word fetishized before. Anyway, because of that, Massachusetts Chapter 272, Section 16 shall be amended to remove the words female breast. And equality of chest bearing shall be the new law in Massachusetts. Are you for it or against it? My point is, I, I, it never should have been a law in the first place. But it is a law. And we've got Beacon Hill lawmakers trying to figure out what to do about this spending plan. And I just believe that there's other things to bring up at this particular time. Don't want to take anything away from women that may want to rock, walk around topless. I got, a, I got a better idea. Instead of changing that law, why don't we make it so it is not a crime? So those that may want to walk around topless, they can do so and not fear what what the police might do. Can you imagine that? Police officer coming up. <laughs> I, I'm handing you a citation for what? For bearing your breast. Well, he can do it. Why can't I do it? I think that's a legitimate gripe. I think that's more than a legitimate gripe. And so then what happens? You, you you go to court to fight it. Now, 
you're going to lose in court the way it's written up right now. But I bet the judge has a little leniency. It depends on who the, who the judge is. But the judge might turn around and say, you know what? This is a law that does need to be changed. You're fighting for it. And I'm going to let you go with the warning this time. But the next time, you might not get me as a judge. You might do it in a different district. And it's not going to be allowed until that law gets changed. I guess that could be the best any woman could hope for at at this particular time. So that one, (laughs) I shouldn't say is out there because even that sounds a little corny. 508-996-0500. Boston Globe. I guess they had a little forum the other day. And the forum was about minimum wage. Minimum wage. Now, at the beginning of this year, the minimum wage got up to $15 an hour. To some business owners, that's breaking the bank. To many employees, it's not fulfilling their needs. So, the Globe is hosting, or I should say hosted, a poll on a $20 an hour minimum wage. Now, you knew this was going to come up. We, we, We stated it. Even before the the law passed several years ago, that inched wormed the minimum wage up to fifteen bucks an hour. By the time it would get there, folks are going to be knocking on the door, and they're going to be looking for more money. Now twenty dollars an hour. Can you imagine a minimum wage here in Massachusetts at twenty dollars an hour? Of course, if you're up in the city of Boston where they're talking about, you know, just giving you money to to kick back. A universal wage. That might be different. But as far as I know, when I knock on this fake wood, no, that was not my head. I hope and hope and hope, which I know is not a strategy. But I do hope that Beacon, Bacon Hill lawmakers don't think, well, look, if Boston passes this, hey, maybe this is something we need to do here for the entire Commonwealth. I, I, I can only hope that the Cabral's and the Markies and the Strausses and the Schmidts and the Hendricks. I'm I'm hoping that they don't say, "Hey, this might be good for our area. Why don't we try to do it for the entire state? We can actually do a little race between Massachusetts, 
New York, California, and Hawaii to see which state can come up with some type of universal pay for all the folks. And while I'm going down that particular road, I brought this up with Barry yesterday. I'm at the New Bedford bus terminal on Thursday. And I'm waiting for a friend of mine to uh, come and take me for a nice little ride. While I'm waiting inside for the bus, I read a a posted notice inside the, the terminal. And the terminal says, effective January 1, 2024, all bus services will be F-R-E-E free. In other words, passengers no longer have to pay. And uh, if I had my phone with me right now, because I took a picture of that sign, it basically states, uh, courtesy of a grant from whom. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to take a break and, and I'll let you know when we come back who is funding all the so-called free rides coming up on CERTA. So I I can't find it on the phone, which means I probably erased it by accident. But there was a grant. Uh, here's the deal. What happens when that grant money runs out? Or, more to the point, will it get to a, a situation where CERTA will go to the state and say, look, we, we're, we're getting riders right now, or we need more riders, so we need to keep this going as a freebie. <sighs> do, do, do the folks, the you's and me's, will it ever get to a time when we're supposed to pay for something besides groceries and electricity and maybe rent? Not only for ourselves, but for everybody else. Let's go over to Studio 6 and 7 eighths. That is where the one, the only, Adam Bass is. Good morning, Adam. Good morning, Brian. Here are some of the national stories we're following. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken is blaming Hamas for ending a week-long truce in the war against Israel. While leaving Israel Friday, Blinken said Hamas reneged on its commitments it made in terms of releasing hostages and claimed Hamas committed an atrocious attack in Jerusalem and began firing rockets before the pause ended. Israel resumed combat operations in Gaza Friday following the end of the ceasefire. The first woman to serve on the U.S. Supreme Court has died. Retired Justice Sandra Day O'Connor was 93 years old. The Supreme Court said O'Connor's cause of death was related to complications from advanced dementia and a respiratory illness. O'Connor was appointed by President Ronald Reagan in 1981 and became the first woman to sit on the high court. She wrote several books after her retirement and received the Presidential Medal of Freedom from Barack Obama in 2009. Jesse Smollett's convictions for falsely reporting to be a victim of a hate crime will stand. An Illinois appeals court affirmed the Empire actor's convictions for his 2019 false complaints to the Chicago Police Department. He'll be able to appeal the decision to the state Supreme Court. Smollett was sentenced in March of 2022 to two and a half years of felony probations, including 150 days in jail, and was ordered to pay restitution and fines totaling nearly $150,000. A group of Republican senators wants President Biden to temporarily ban travel between the U.S. and China. Lisa Taylor has more. 
It's due to a recent spike in Chinese respiratory illness cases. The lawmakers, led by Florida Senator Marco Rubio, said travel should be restricted until more is known about the pneumonia outbreaks in children, adding that China has a long history of lying about public health crises. CDC Director Mandy Cohen this week told reporters her agency is confident the outbreaks are being caused by known pathogens like the flu and RSV. I'm Lisa Taylor. And an Arizona inmate is being charged with attempted murder after he stabbed former police officer Derek Chauvin 22 times. Chauvin, who's been convicted of murdering George Floyd, was attacked last week and suffered serious injuries. Court documents revealed John Tersakak premeditated the attack for about a month and stabbed Chauvin with an improvised knife. In sports, the Boston Bruins and the Toronto Maple Leafs face off tonight for a game at 7 p.m., and the New England Patriots will go head-to-head against the Chargers tomorrow at 1 p.m. Weather forecast right now is 50 degrees in New Bedford and cloudy. Temperatures are going to reach 57 degrees, mostly cloudy and mild today. Tonight's forecast, cloudy with the rain towards the dawn, temperatures reaching 45 degrees. And tomorrow's forecast, rain and cooler temperatures at 49 degrees. I'm Adam Bass, WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's news talk station, WBSM, and get breaking news alerts and podcasts with the WBSM app. Back to Brian's Beat. Join the show by calling 508-996-0500. New Bedford's news talk station, 1420 WBSM. This is the Magilla Gorilla Show, starring me and Mr. Peebles with Mush Mouse and Pumpkin Puss and Ricochet Rabbit and Drupal. And uh, welcome back to Brian's Beat. Glad to have you on the program today. Hmm. I got a, uh, you know, we've got the app chat. And I got a text message. Fairhaven Select Board Chairman Leon Corey says racism and what he views as complacency with it swayed him not to seek re-election when his term expires. So if you'd like to talk about that, I I want to bunch that into a, a couple of things. Uh, in just a moment. But before we go down that particular road, quote of the day. We don't see things as they are. We see them as we are. How appropriate when we start talking about this next issue. We don't see things as they are. We see them as we are. That's from Aeneas. Nin, Aeneas Nin. I might not be pronouncing the name correctly. A-N-A-I-S. 
Nin is pretty easy. N-I-N. We don't see things as they are. We see them as we are. And so the issue of race, culture, certainly fits that bill. Would you agree? Certain people see things on one side of the track. Other people see things on a different side of the track. It's not only with race, it's with gender and many other things. Leon Corey. I've talked to him two or three times. And he says that racism or the complacency surrounding it swayed him not to seek re-election when his term expires in 2024. The truth is that the town of Fairhaven isn't ready for a person of color to be a visible leader in the town. That's what Corey wrote at the end of October. He uh, is stated to be the first black select board member. Now, I first ran into Leon Corey when he was pushing this this pride thing in the in the town a couple of years ago, three years ago, when there were certain people that said no to it, he was out there fully supporting it, ran for office, and and he won a a seat on the select board. I personally have mixed views when it comes to this. On one side of the street, you hear certain things and you're told to ignore them. Just keep on going forward and and bite your tongue. And I I can't speak for other black folk. But for the most part, I I try to do my best to do that. There are people I've been listening. Here's something that I've been listening to since junior high and high school. And let me fall back on to something here. I was the only black male in my high school class of 543. Or at least that was the number of us that graduated. Students, I should say, in in the class. I can't tell you how many times folks would say to me, well, you're not like the others. And every once, you know, I I would just say, okay, you're right. I'm not like the others. But one time I said, or I responded by saying, well, what other others are you talking about? And all of a sudden it's a reflection on rerun or, or somebody that you see on TV, Fred Sanford. And I would say, well, those are TV characters. How many other black people do you know besides me? And I got to tell you, and, you know, there, there is a bit of honor to this, but it's sad on the other side. To many of my friends, I was the first black person that they had ever met 
ever had a conversation with and ever let in, they let me into their house. So I, I think there's an, an ignorance, if ignorance can be looked at as people just don't understand or don't know. There's a huge ignorance gap on race and on gender issues in this country. Not a Leon. Because I, I was reading some of the some of the things that he has heard, and he's not the only one. Apparently, the town administrator, who was also black and female, she says, her name is Ellison, people have accused me of playing the race card when I meet with others who are black in my capacity as town administrator, implying that I am colluding or something worse. I had been told that someone stated that they were going to bring their KKK robe to an event I was attending. When hiring staff, I am often confronted with, is she going to hire another black person? So, you don't think this kind of stuff happens? How long ago was it when we were talking about, I think this was back when I was sitting in for Chris McCarthy while he was recuperating. The conversation about police always going into Blue Meadows and rousing up the people of color in the housing projects. Sometimes these things are subtle. Sometimes folks don't understand that they're doing it. And when you try to tell them that, you know, you're, you're crossing the line, so to speak. That's how I want to look at it as crossing that line. They become very defensive. And we see the same thing with gender. I know that there are women listening and And they're thinking, well, but they should be able to. And we talked about the topless thing before. So, Leon Corey, I understand how hard this is. And I understand Leon is married to a uh, white woman. It is mentioned in in the story. And I know it's got to be tough for her because it was tough for my white wife. Back when I had one. But if you ever want to grow, this is me talking to Leon right now. If you ever want to grow, if you want to stay in politics where you are an elected official, this is, this is part of the territory. This is what you will have to put up with. Not because people mean to be mean-spirited. But people do joke. And this is the United States of America where we are supposed to have some type of freedom of speech. 
I would like to believe that Leon Corey would not want language that is abusive or seemingly abusive to be nixed. I can't speak for him. I don't, you know, I wanted to try to get him for the show today, but um, had something else planned. So that's that's Leon. Did you hear about the former head of the Cannabis Control Commission? Court documents came out, I believe, yesterday, may have been Thursday, about Shannon O'Brien, why she was suddenly suspended back in September from uh, from the uh, from chair of the Cannabis Control Commission. According to the court documents connected to the case, O'Brien was removed because of accusations of gross misconduct, that she was causing turmoil and creating a hostile work environment. Don't you love that term? Hostile work environment. But here's what Goldberg wrote. In a letter to Shannon O'Brien, you did not deny doing so. You said I should have cleaned it up. It's difficult sometimes to know how to say the right thing. And here is that perplexing problem. It's difficult to know when to say the right thing. Are we going to walk on glass every time we see somebody that might be a little bit different, could be a a race different, could be a religious difference, could be a gender difference, and worry about what we say? Do we have to have our schools set up in such fashion as political correctness is a, a mandatory course? Frankly, it looks like it's going down that road anyway. But this is where we are, you know, as I like to say, this is where we are, December 2nd, 2023. All right, I've been blibbing and blabbing. Let's hear from you. 508-996-0500. Hello. 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 Can Hello. you hear me? I hear you well. Okay, good. I just called the bus terminal for you, and it's just for six months, January 1st to June 30th. And it's also the direct to spawn bus, the one you're going to pay $3 each way. So that only that's free? No, the whole bus terminal. Yes. Yeah, and that's what I direct thought. Response. But just till June. Just for the six months. Five yeah. months, what is it? And and what and what should we expect after that? Oh, I don't know, but I'm pretty happy about the uh, I'm disabled, I'm blind, so I I, I usually I, I don't mind paying for that bus. I don't take it often, but you know, if I have to have a you know it's just gonna be with that with that bus. I think you're gonna make appointments for that anyway. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how that's gonna be. But well, I think more people will make appointments now. Yeah, and yeah, and, well, and I, that's I like what that I bus. figure. They, they, if yeah, of course you do, and I don't blame you. I do yeah. not blame you. I I, I think I worked any, all my life. I, I I paid into the system for 32 years, but now I'm now I'm blind. So this is what I take for my rides when I don't have a ride. But this is like to the stores. You know, no, I, I, I get it. But as you said earlier, it's not just for uh, that demand response. It's going to no, be for, the for all the rides. Yeah. All the rides are going to be like that. And I people like me who can afford to pay and, and do pay for for a bus pass. 
You know, yeah. now I get to ride for free again. It's like COVID is back in town. I don't get a bus over here in Dartmouth, a regular bus. So I can't take a city bus over here. There's none down this way. So, um, but this bus, this little uh, demand response comes over here. All right. So hey, thank you. So good. I do appreciate it. Good luck and All enjoy right. the rides. And hey, have a happy holiday. You too. Bye-bye. 508-996-0500. Hello. Is that me? That is me. <clears throat> yeah. Very uh, sad to hear that these uh, two uh, employees uh, or elected people, I couldn't tell which one. I didn't, didn't hear you. One's elected and the other is selected. Yeah, that uh, they're running into this sort of thing today, especially in a <clears throat> city like Fairhaven. Um, it's also too bad that they, you know, you have so many avenues to speak out. Or I guess I, the question to you is, do you have avenues to speak out? Um, what do you mean? Just well, to be... I mean, I'm be, hearing about it from you, but, yeah. you know, maybe these people should be, you know, on one of the news, uh, you know, channels or news shows for, for WBSM and talking about the specifics and, you know, uh, you know, carving out space for themselves, uh, you know, through what's going on. Because, you know, I mean, hypothetically, it's the same as someone that's a, you know, um, sexual harasser or someone that, you know, is a... Um, you know, as a perv or something, it, it just, um, they continue it because they get away with it. Um, and, uh, I don't know, it's too bad that, you know, you're bringing it out, which is great, but they're leaving that that's not to me. A, that's, that's a fail. Yeah. Um, you, you know, everybody has their own limit and, um, you know, hit in Leon Corey's case, his, his wife is a, also hearing this and right now he's not ruling out not only not running uh for select board i think he's already canceled uh, a re-election bid but he's thinking about leaving the town right but you said that someone specifically said i'm going to bring my <clears throat> um you know kkk robe oh that's that should be, yes yeah. you know if that's a true statement he should be talking about that in the news and they should <clears throat> call out the person that said it and that, that person should be accountable for it because, you know, again, you know, these are, you know, I guess you could say hate speech type things that lead towards, I, I don't know. I don't know what to say, I guess. I'm not a lawyer, but, um, and I understand that people have their tolerance level, but, you know, does that mean that, he, you know, he's going to go on somewhere else and have to live with the fact that he didn't, you know, confront it the way maybe that should have been confronted for other people coming to work in in Fairhaven. I don't know. Well, um, no, I, I again, I think you know, there are trailblazers. We we lost a, a key one yesterday in Sandra Day O'Connor. Right. Um but uh, again, being a select board member and being a Supreme Court associate justice are two two different uh, two different things. Right. Uh, I I so I but I hear exactly what you're saying because if if Leon Corey doesn't want to stay and fight, not only does that open up the door for more wounds within the town of Fairhaven, what is it going to do for his life when he wants to advance in, you know, let's say it's in let, Podunk? Let, let's put it this way. Like, I've taken lots of sexual <clears throat> harassment training in business. And that if somebody, even in any any sort of basic impropriety, makes a sexual harassment comment 
um, you know, that person gets written up minimum. That person has like a, an adjudication in the, in the company immediately um, because there's a person that also works in the company that feels that they were um, uh, harassed. And it's very, very common. Um, and I, I guess why wouldn't that same sort of, you know, thing apply? Well, because, be, because it, it doesn't necessarily the, mean it's happening within the company or in this particular case uh, within the halls of government. Okay, gotcha. Oh, okay, so basically what the comments are coming from outside of the office or outside of the government of Fairhaven, okay. I, again, uh, I'm just reading here from the story, and, and somebody did talk to the press because I got this story from the uh, Standard Times. Right. So let's see. Right. Uh, and Ellison, who is the town administrator, by the way, not only is she the uh, town administrator, she is the only black female town administrator in the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. So who does she talk to? I don't know, but I, I understand what you're saying, but I think that um, people should have redress and there should be methods for, for that. I, I guess if you, if, it's, if someone from the community is saying it to them as a uh, elected official, that, you know, I don't know what redress there is. I mean, you, you know, who do you go to? You don't have, have that, I guess, uh, aside from the media and just call it out so that people gather around them and support them more. I guess that would be a way to look at it. All um, right. I, I got you, man. I do appreciate right. the call. Back to Woody Woodpecker. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Um.